Let's get this uh, bullshit started. That should be our new intro sequence. Let's get the bap bap patow. Let's get this bullshit started. I like it. Zoobity bap bap patarded. Let's get this bullshit started. All right. Well, actually, before we start, I do want to congratulate us on reaching one year. Woo! Yay, we did it for a year, and we have gained zero listeners. Yep. Pretty much <laughs> just that core group. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks um, for sticking with us this long, people that we bullied into listening. <laughs> uh, we are actually going to start doing weeklies. Uh, so now, instead of our Watch You Been Up To's being super inundated with things mm-hmm. and our news being out of date being out of date and we can't even remember what happened in the past two weeks yeah we'll have more up-to-date stuff and more concise stuff because we've only had one week to do so that'll be fun or not <laughs> depending on how stressful it is <laughs> but uh yeah so welcome to justice which is a podcast where we talk about pop culture media namely movies tvs and comics i'm your host preston joined as always by my delightful co-host batman matt what should people do like subscribe and tell a friend tell a friend seriously for fuck's sake I mean, I think that all of our listeners have at least one friend. It's us. Don't tell us. If you tell us about the podcast. We might. I don't know. You can tell me. I'm pretty forgetful. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember that we do it. We did. Matt and I had a weird moment this morning where I was typing <laughs> out, "Hey Matt, do you want to record tonight so that you have all day tomorrow to edit?" And right before I sit send, he was like, "Record today." Just like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You could fuck the hell off with that. Get out of my head. Uh, <laughs> that was my, funny. My powers are growing. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Matt, what, uh, I already said what should people do. What you been up to? Uh, well, various things. I'll keep it kind of trimmed down for sake uh, of brevity. Sounds uh, good. I finished another short story. Hey! Which is I didn't even know that. Fun. Yeah, no. I just... I did it. Now you just kind of shit them out. Yeah, and so now I have to find someone that's not going to reject it. Which, that's always fun. That's the hard part. Have you made any progress with your first one? It got rejected from a couple places already. Good! So that's good, yeah. Yay! That's progress. Because people read it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> except, so the last place I submitted it to, the guy actually did like a personalized response, but unfortunately, the personalized response made it clear that he didn't read more than about two paragraphs. Oh. Yeah. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> that guy can go, go get tangled in some curtains. Yeah, that's about the worst I'd wish on him. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, shit, shit. Come yep. on. And then he gets out of it, and then he's fine. Yep. But more more relevant to this podcast, <laughs> I finished Jessica yeah, Jones. Yeah, because this podcast is about popular culture. Oh, snap. Got him. Oh. <laughs> um, I finished Jessica Jones season two, finally. Like, a month after it came out i haven't even started it i know it a lot of people have been really struggling to get through the menu stuff recently i mean to be fair it's like you had a very bad iron fist yes which people were hyped for when it came out Mm -hmm. and then it was just like this is bad and then a inconsistent and scratchy at best defenders that's fair i liked it but there's a lot of problems with it. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like if there were clothes, it would keep you warm, but you, it'd be, you'd be scratching. That's, That's why where I said scratchy, scratchy comes from. Okay, I get yeah. it. And then you had a Punisher, which you didn't do a good job at. I think the 
their advertising method failed it because not giving it a date and dropping it out of nowhere, like following Defenders and Iron Fist, people weren't like super stoked. So when it came out, they're just like, I'll get to it. And some people Mm -hmm. like me never did. But if you're like, it's coming out this day, like two weeks in advance, I could be like, I mean, I'm going to set aside that weekend, but that didn't happen. So I think people are starting to lose interest in the MCU or the the menu. Mm -hmm. And then they should just use Daredevil 3, get a good Daredevil 3. and Yep. Well, we got to get through Luke Cage 2 first. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Eh. Anyway. Well. Yeah, Jessica Jones season two, it's it's okay. It's kind of meandering and about six episodes too long, but the payoff at the end is really good, I think. Um, so I've heard. It has some of the best uh, character moments, I think, but. I've heard that, uh, what's his face? The drug addict that's kind of got the whole redemption story yeah name malcolm malcolm yeah i heard he's got a really good story this one yeah yeah he's he's a great character they flesh him out a lot they give him a lot to do and he runs with it cool the letdown is like so in the comics jessica jones is very much like the alias comics are very much like this is a noir story that just Mm -hmm. happens to be set in a superhero world yeah and the show feels a little more like this is a superhero story story set in a noir world. Gotcha. And that doesn't always entirely work for it. Uh-huh. I think it lets them play with some interesting ideas. There's some, um, I don't know, God complexes in this one a little bit. Um, stuff like that. But in general, it just it feels like the, the noir stuff that is just stylistic. It's just kind of show. Uh-huh there and it's not really adding any interest yeah yeah i had someone suggest on facebook that what they should do for season three is just do like a a sort of a crime of the week type show where she just takes a case and over the course of an episode or two solves it yeah and then there's some overarching plot that's also involved and i i actually really like that concept like ross yeah (laughs) or ncis or oh yeah like literally any other cop show or like luther if you want a good one okay ncis was really just like it was week to week and then there just happens to be like another thing happening like the the crimes weren't connected yeah um but like every maybe like 10 episodes you'd get one that was like oh hey this guy's back or something and then okay i don't know i haven't watched i was obsessed with it and i watched it seasons one through 11 like entirely through okay yeah this was back when netflix had uh cds Mm -hmm. because i don't get them three at a time Mm -hmm. and then like watch them yeah yep is that all you've been up to um no i've been up to a lot more i'll just hit the highlights i watched the titan new netflix original movie it's really bad there's a review posted on our facebook page if you're interested in why it's bad okay (laughs) um i also watched batman forever and batman and robin i watched uh Batman Returns. What'd you think? It was bad. Okay. I didn't hate Returns. Well, Batman and Batman Returns. Yeah. Okay. They're bad. I really liked the first Batman, then. It was okay. Nine one. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm very picky with my... I, I realized recently, because uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the, the Bat Metal nope. uh, videos. It's just, they take a Metalocalypse song and make it batman Okay. thing and batman and like the robins do it and it's mm-hmm. it's pretty it's it was entertaining for a while but i think w- they released the third one bat metal returns which 
Like it, it was, it's been hyped for a while. Mm -hmm. I'm at the point with my fandom in DC that it takes more than just anything Batman themed to be entertaining to me. And, And that even, that comes down to things like, batman and the batman in the current dc universe Mm -hmm. that like just because it's batman doesn't make it good it has to be a good batman so i'm pretty much a purist now okay so that's if if it's not the comics you can go fuck yourself all right (laughs) (laughs) the comics are the dark knight trilogy fair so yeah well batman forever and batman and robin are the the bad batman movies yeah and i they're really bad we're gonna be doing an episode of that at some point yeah and that some point is determined by the time by when I'm feeling masochistic or suicidal enough to put myself through them. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I know they're bad. I've seen the I've seen the Arnold Schwarzenegger making the ice. Oh ones. my goodness! Because I I really like <laughs> Mister Freeze as a character. Actually, he's one of my favorite. He's like, a really cool character. B-list Batman villains. Yeah, that cool character. Ah, that's a Schwarzenegger level time. But oh, this movie just butchers his character. Like yeah, the, like the core, the core Mister Freeze story is actually there. Isn't like, there a Batwoman that's supposed to be kind of like Batgirl, but it's neither of them? Yep. Mm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and and Poison Ivy making ridiculous innuendos every five seconds. And oh God, Poison Ivy's in there. Who plays Poison Ivy? Uma Thurman. Oh, that's right. I did know that. It's a great performance because it's ridiculously over the top and campy. She's like, she's not supposed to be campy. Like, I think the Riddler is the only one that I can imagine being over the top and campy, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, Jim Carrey was very over the top and campy in Batman Forever, by the way, which am I going to get relegated to podcast purgatory if I say I kind of enjoyed forever? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I'll determine when I see it. Okay. Because I know it's terrible. I know it's terrible, but I had fun with it. (laughs) I mean, yeah, you can like kind of justice league was bad and i had fun with it i am fully prepared to argue that justice league was okay (laughs) (laughs) just a slight improvement (laughs) okay um we'll save that for another time yeah uh oh i also finally got around to watching x-men apocalypse oh shit what'd you think it was watchable fine yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was there was one moment that was almost insanely cool and they just made a complete mess of it which one Right it's been the, out for a long time. So I know. Like I'm, okay, I'm spoiling somewhere in the middle of this movie. Uh, so Apocalypse comes back in the 80s, and uh, he gathers super powerful mutants around him. And then he takes control of Professor X and uses his like telepathy powers and Cerebro to mind control everyone who's at a nuclear site around the world the height of the cold war and he launches all the nukes and then he just disarms them but that's not really made clear until like 15 minutes later oh yeah and so it's like he's gonna nuke the entire world but he's he's just disarming them by launching them very dramatically to the slow movement from beethoven's seventh yeah it's a really cool moment but in the actual context of the movie it's like it happens and then they cut to a different thing and a different thing and you're like what what happened with all the nukes where are the nukes where's the death come on (laughs) yeah (sighs) so and i think it would have been a really cool opportunity if they actually let some of those nukes land yeah because they described this movie in the lead up to it as being like a disaster movie yeah and it wasn't it It was it was avengers i mean it was a disaster that's not Uh, even fair because it was fine fine yeah yeah (laughs) 
It's just, it's not good. Yeah. So. Oh, well. Yeah, well. Anyway. Is that all? Um, I mean, I saw a few other movies, but I can skip those. Let's just skip those. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll leave them because they're, save, not, they're yeah. not timely or terribly relevant. So I'll save them for a week when I haven't been up to much. All right. Um, I have started, I mean, I've read a lot of things. I read Legion of Superheroes, which, uh, and bear in mind, these are all the new 52 things because I'm still working on that. Mm-hmm. Legion of Superheroes is very unkind to someone who is not familiar with the superheroes. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a, so I don't know if you're, for people who aren't familiar with the Legion of Superheroes, it's a group of superheroes in the 31st century, uh, that are all teens and they're all kind of goofy. There's like rules that they can't, you can't have a, a power that's already in the league or the Legion. Have I always seen League of Superheroes? It's a Legion Le- of Superheroes. Legion. It's the okay. Legion of Superheroes. Good okay. Lord. Um, and looking back at the history of the Legion of Superheroes, if you want a horrendous mess of a continuity, that's where to look. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, Originally, they were a support character, supporting cast for uh, Superman or mm-hmm. Superboy when he was a kid because he went to the 31st century and then they were there. And then okay. they changed the continuity so that he wasn't there or that he wasn't there, but he still exists. But then they later changed the continuity so that Superboy actually didn't exist. He didn't come out as Superman until he was an adult. So Superboy didn't exist. So they had to like they had this era where there was a Superboy that was still somehow part of continuity but Superboy doesn't exist so they created Mon-El which is a uh, Daxamite which is very close to a Kryptonian mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just my head hurts already it's so bad I if you don't actually care but you want to laugh go read the Wikipedia page <laughs> of like the publication history <laughs> it's ridiculous but the book the new 52 it only ran for like 24 issues and i understand why because they never develop the characters like the first two pages the way they'll introduce the character is they'll have it and then they'll have like a little box that said like let's say cosmic boy uh or no let's do like uh chameleon boy was uh, is a fuck i'm uh drawn a huge blank on all of their names i am not going to be able to help you yeah no it i mean they're all ridiculous and there's a lot of double consonants in it Mm-hmm. Um, holy crap! I made a made an effort to try to remember all their names, and I can't. <laughs> that speaks but it had, to something. It had their name, their real name, and then where they're from, and then their superpower. Mm-hmm. And it just did that with every single character, but they never like really introduced the characters. Mm-hmm. And there's just like fifteen characters in it, oh, and none of them are developed. Oh boy! And it was just like. There's one that's called Dragonfire that apparently... They introduced three new members of the Legion. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that if the if you make New 52 as a reason to... Or as, a, as a stepping off point for people who want to get into comics. Don't do the Legion of Superheroes where there's 12 members, at least, that no one knows. Or they, they don't know. And then introduce three new characters. Because <laughs> then there's one that's like Dragonfire that I'm still not entirely sure what her powers are. But, like, it'll be a fight scene. And then she just starts, like spitting acid and i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> what <laughs> and it's just it may it it's so horribly designed and written and it's just it didn't make any sense the storytelling was super rushed mm-hmm. they were like oh no they're bringing back the fatal five and i was like who the fuck is the fatal five <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it's like the fantastic four but then they added one too many 
What? It's the Fantastic Four, but they added oh. one too many. And they overdosed on they overdosed Fantastic. So they just like, it just became fatal. <laughs> yep. No, oh, they overdosed man. on Fanta. Because it's the oh, Fantastic Four. Oh, there you go. Fanta, like, Fanta. Don't you want a Fanta? Pay us. Coca-Cola. Yeah, we're, we're charging you for that Coke. Um. Anyway, so yeah, no, it's it's fine. It's hard to read. Okay. Just because of the sheer number of characters. Okay. Then I had the pleasure of going from that to New 52 All-Star Western, mm-hmm. which is centered around Jonah Hex, mm-hmm. who was created when Westerns were popular mm-hmm. in the United States because, you know, he's a Western. Yeah. Uh, and Amadeus Arkham, who is the founder of Arkham Asylum. Okay. Can you tell, based on my voice, how I felt feel about this one? You don't sound very excited about it. It's amazing. Okay. Well. <laughs> so, uh, actually, before before I read this, I was finishing up the Green Lantern thing because I finally got I finally got a Green Lantern volume Green Lantern Core Volume One to be shipped to my house. I ordered <laughs> one that I accidentally ordered from London, so it took like a month, and it still oh. hasn't shown up. <laughs> so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just get a new one from Amazon Prime," and it got in two days. Yeah. So I read that. It was pretty good, but it had a lot of lines where it was just like, all right, here's the plan, guys. And it, it, it's just, it's campy, but it's fine. It, mm-hmm. it's, And then I brought it along. I brought the first volume along. So what this is kind of is, it's like a, a Western detective horror kind of thing. It's set in late 1860s uh, Gotham. Okay. So it's like just post-Civil War. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, um, Sounds more like an Eastern to me, isn't Gothic supposed to be like on the Atlantic Gotham seaboard? City. Yeah, yeah it is. but it's, it's. I mean, it does say explicitly Western, very large on the front, <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's a Western. It's a Western. Okay. Um, and it's, it's a horror kind of mystery kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. And I just want to read like what it is. So he, so Jonah Hex has a very complicated and like kind of disastrous past. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been sold into slavery, branded. If you can't tell by the side of his face, yeah, uh, stuff like that. Like he's had to do a lot of shit and the narration isn't actually an inner monologue of him. It's Amadeus Arkham's notes on him as he's psychologically oh, analyzing him. So fun. it's really cool. It's a really good way of like developing both of their characters at once. Cause mm-hmm. you're developing his inner like you're developing Arkham's like who he is, who, how he talks, how he reacts to things. And then you're developing who Jonah Hex is. Mm-hmm. So here's the first page. Progress is like the inevitable change from childhood to old age, except that progress does not mean de- a degeneration. You can see a community deceptively unchanging as the time passes. Yet when the years have gone and one, and one looks back, there is, there is a, there has been a very profound change indeed. It is not the same. It will never be the same. It can pass through further change, but it cannot go back. Men look back in sick longing for the things that were that things that were and things that never can't never be again. They live the old days in memory, but try as they might, they cannot go back. With intelligent and persistent effort, a man may hold fast to the time and place in this world, but that is the most that he can hope to do. Civilization and time will continue their march in spite of all that we may do. That's really intelligent writing. That's too Hegelian for me. Do what? I don't know what that means. Above your head. <laughs> but no, but like there's, I mean, even like all the way throughout, if he's, if, if Ark or if uh, Jonah Hex is getting in a fight, let's see if I can find this one. 
Men like Hex may show what appears to be worth love, joy, and compassion, but it is more foreign, uh, for it's more feigned than experienced, and serves uh, serves an ulterior motive. I noted the indifference in this crime. I noted his indifference at the crime scene, a sight which would have set a normal person left him cold and unmoved. Seeking out dangerous situations, alcohol, gambling, and promiscuity are likely as. Pr- it's like. It's really good writing, and mm-hmm. the storytelling in general is, like, phenomenal. It, like, it's the crime, like, the murders, the mystery lasted about three issues, but that's all it really needed to. Mm-hmm. Like, they learned a thing, and then they went to a place, and then the thing they learned about the what the person was wearing, like, everyone was wearing, and it, and it wasn't, like, them bullshitting around and being like, oh, it's one of them, let's track down which one it was. It was just like, no, it's fucking all of them. <laughs> okay it's a giant evil thing it was it's really cool i'm only like three or four volumes in but i had a trouble tearing myself away what i love you describing things without trying to spoil anything why there's a thing and they went to the thing and the people are all wearing the thing and it's an evil thing <laughs> <laughs> i mean they should have seen it coming when the person was like yeah it was a ring with a skull on it it's like that never bodes well <laughs> no no even sauron wasn't that ostentatious yeah. <laughs> So, uh, if you were looking to get more into kind of the side background characters of DC, I highly recommend All Star mm-hmm. Western and all of Jonah Hex's stuff. He's got a lot of really good runs. The book uh, New Fifty Two All Star Western is actually written by the people who originally created Jonah Hex. Okay. Um, so that's good. Very good. Very good. Does it also have the benefit of being mostly self-contained? Meaning yes. You don't have to like get to the third volume and then buy everything else well i mean since everything else is set in like either very briefly five years in the past or present Mm -hmm. this being set in the late 1800s just does it automatically cool and there's no stupid bullshit where like amadeus arkham uh is like i hope to i well actually no he does he he is pushing to make a psychological or like a asylum Mm -hmm. but there's not like stupid shit like oh the if, if there's a defender of gotham in the future She's like, there's no way you could have known that or anything similar to that. Like, there's mm-hmm. no references to what else exists mm-hmm. because it's just its own thing in the past, right after the Civil War. Jonah Hex wears a, uh, wears a Confederate thing because mm-hmm. he was part of the Confederacy because he was sold down right. there. But then he, like, and he has a very strong sense of, like, brethren. So when he realized, he's like, oh, shit, they're fighting for slaves. Mm-hmm. They keep slaves. I hate that. But I'm not going to aid the union so he's just like i surrender and he just became a prisoner of war for the union and then still wears a confederate uniform and everyone's like you, you do realize you lost right <laughs> he's like shut up <laughs> no it's really good i recommend it we're okay. at 23 minutes already eh. all right let's breeze through some news real quick okay uh x-men stuff has been pushed back oh my god yeah dark phoenix is now gonna be february 2019 See, that's fine push that back as far as you want i want new mutants august 2019 <laughs> well they're doing some heavy reshoots on new mutants like the theory is that they're adding a whole new character basically so oh that's a bad idea yeah um i don't know some for some reason the the studio or the the creative people weren't happy with it but apparently people have seen screenings of like the rough cut of what it would have been were it to be released like gosh it probably didn't be coming out like this month what yeah Apparently people have seen cuts of that and it was pretty good. Yeah. So I okay. think they have some good material they're working with, but I think But maybe... don't taint it with another person that's like poorly developed and bad. I don't know. I mean if they really think they need it, then the fact that they pushed it back this far leaves them a lot of space to work. Yeah, that's fair. So 
I'm going to be cautiously optimistic that this I is a am... good thing. Although, I yeah, hate, I, I'll put that self there. Cautiously I hate that optimistic. it's a year and a half away now instead of yeah. being here right now. Yeah. Um, I want it now. Yeah, I know. We're in the, uh, what is it, the age of immediate knowledge, or what's it called? Something age, like that. Something like that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Kind of a slow couple weeks for trailers. We got an Incredibles TV spot. I never watch TV spots. I mostly don't, but like <gasps> I was going through Facebook and I, I saw thought it. of this really cool thing. I mean, it's also it's not necessarily been a slow week for news. It's also we also contained April Fool's Day, so we're all like super cautious about what news we see. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought of this thing that would have been a genius move because everyone does the same thing for April Fool's Day. Like they'll make an announcement, it's like, oh hey, this movie or this isn't coming out or this is coming out or this is happening, mm-hmm. and it's like. No, it's not. Like when they're like Rogue Two, yep. like you're dumb. Um, I mean, I fell for it. I was almost enraged. Oh you yeah, remember that? Yep. Yeah. Speaking of just, I I fell for the um the Joker movie is going to be a Dark Knight prequel. That oh, I, I didn't think Screen see that. Rant put that, that put out that. Oh god, and I fell for that. I thought of the best thing that someone could have done for this April Fools mm-hmm. is film extra stuff for Infinity War, which involves a character who does not die, and film them dying. And then make a trailer, like a full blown trailer, and show someone like it actually it could even it, it could even work if Iron Man does die. Show the clip of him dying, mm-hmm. release on an April Fool's Day, say final trailer, and just cause it's like right here. It's it's yeah. less than a month away. Yeah. Have the just release it and people be like, fuck. You just spoiled the whole thing, and they're like, but look what day we released it on. Is it real? Is it not? You'll not know until you see it. That'd be real shit. I like that. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Like, the the amount of effort put into that would be just remarkable. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be awesome. They mm-hmm. should really do that for something like that. That'd be cool. Any other news? Um, couple small things. Uh, Colin Trevorrow's back for Jurassic World 3. Yep. Saw that. Um, which, okay. I like the first one, so hopefully he'll do a good job on the third one. Zack Snyder's been weirdly vocal about the movies lately. Yeah, he's been talking. He should fuck off. He should go make something good again, is what he should do. Yeah. There was a, a post that someone was like, we saw, we both saw it on Facebook, that it was like, hey, uh, are we going to, like, is there going to be like a Jason Todd death story? And he's like, what makes you think it's Jason Todd? It's like, motherfucker. Two things that can mean two things. One, um, there's definitely a Robin dead. That's for sure. Yeah. He didn't deny that. But if it's not, if it's a Robin that exists and it's not Jason Todd, who is he going to kill? What's the point? What's the point of doing that? Why would you do that? That's so unnecessary and it ruins so much. Mm -hmm. And if it's not one of the Robins, he's literally creating another Robin. He doesn't have that freedom. (laughs) In my opinion. He can go fuck off with that. Yeah, I don't know. That's Jason Todd. And if it's not, I will never watch another thing he makes again. I don't think he has enough power to, to do can't. anything with that. Surely he can. In his head, I'm sure there's a backstory, but I'm also sure that we're probably not ever going to get to see that. We're not. Just say it's Jason Todd. And then anyone who cares could just look up Jason Todd dead and get their face thrown in them with one of the biggest stories of the 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh... Oh, one last thing. One last thing. Um, what do you think about the idea that the next Indiana Jones would be a woman? That's fucking fine with me. Okay. I mean, it depends on how they do it. If they're just like, oh, alternate universe. It's like, all right, whatever. Just, but like, if it's, 
like his daughter or if it's one of his like one of the i don't know depends on how they do it yeah i mean spielberg came out and said that a couple days ago and if they make indie if they make indie transgender that'd be ballsy but that'd be real cool <laughs> <laughs> that that'd be really cool and like really progressive but they would lose a large audience with that That'd be pretty balls. No, I mean, I, I think they'd probably say ballsy. That'd be it's kind of ironic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't. Like... I don't think I like the. I, I like the transgender idea. I think that'd be great. <laughs> I don't like the the just okay. We're gonna make the next one female. There is something to be said for making something female for the sake of being female. Like, no, there's not not really give female no. you gotta give females some one of our friends said something similar to that and when i said that i was like you know now that i'm thinking about it more no that's bullshit yeah like i mean the story i'm writing i'm making characters like queer and and like female and ethnically diverse for i mean for the sake of having diversity and if that's what you want to do fucking go for it i don't know I think it feels kind of artificial, and I think Indiana Jones fills a very particular role, sort of in like the. Well, if um, you're gonna make Indiana Jones female, mm-hmm. that does feel artificial. Yeah. But if you're doing like the same universe, and it's someone who's connected to him, like make her her own character. That's mm-hmm. kind of a thing, I guess. I want to say. Okay. Don't make her Indiana Jones, where her history is built up by a man. Give her her own badass story and yeah. history. I just. I want original stuff that has new and interesting female characters. And I not aliens. I like aliens. I mean, Indiana Jones came in the Crystal Skull aliens. Oh, I was talking about like Ripley and the Xenomorphs aliens. Oh, That's a good okay. name for a band, Ripley and the Ripley Xenomorphs. And Xenomorphs. <laughs> I mean, everyone would get the reference. But... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I'm fine with it depending on how they do it. Because they're doing it with the doctor. It's true. I mean, they... Who, who is it? Who's... No idea. I didn't pay no attention to For Dr. For some Hill. reason, I want to say Jodie Foster, but it's absolutely no, it's not Jodie Foster. <laughs> it's, I think it's, it starts with a J. It's that British actress that kind of looks like Jodie Foster. I think. I don't know. Judy Orphanage. Har har. Ah! <laughs> I don't know. You know. I don't know. It's fine. Fucking go for it. Okay. I mean, I'm not attached enough to Indiana Jones or sexist enough to be like, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Okay. So, all right. Shall we move on? We should move on. All right. So, what are we doing today, Matt? So today, with Avengers: Infinity War coming, Avengers: Avengers: Infinity War coming right around the corner, (laughs) we are doing the official Just Us Losers ranking of the MCU. This is the definitive ranking. Yep. There is no other ranking. This is it. This is it. If you see anyone that contradicts us, you shoot them in the toes. Yes specifically the toes always specifically the, the toes because then they can't really show anyone if they're wearing shoes mm-hmm. i mean you could take the shoes off but but I don't... yeah what's the point what's the point maybe it'd be painful to take off your shoes <laughs> what am i doing i'm very tired today yes i've had a shit like situation going on all day today like several different situations mm-hmm. and like my brain is so backwards that i took my wallet out to start my car <laughs> It's that kind of day. Oh, boy. At work, I was going to respond to an email. So to respond to the email, I closed Outlook. (laughs) It's been a really rough day. Yeah. My brain's just in different, like, seven different places. That's why, like, I texted you and the guys. I was like, please drink with me. 
I, I need a that. night. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to finish anyway. off my whiskey tonight. Sounds good. Oh, fuck. I need to do my project for my uh, CAD drafting course. Look at me just complaining about things on the podcast. <laughs> Moving on from Preston's Moving alcoholism. <laughs> um, yeah, so what we did is we individually did our own ranking of all of the 18 movies that are in the MCU so far. Yep. And then I didn't forget any movies in that spreadsheet, did I? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I got I, them all. Yeah, I went through. The... I, I copied my list because I wrote my list individually like gotcha. a while ago. And, um, and Preston came up with a clever little Excel formula to make it so that we could each put it into like our own list and then spreadsheets. Yep. And then have like the, the, the total come out like in a little secret place. And we've just opened that. And mm -hmm. so this is our first time seeing this too. Yep. So let's so go let's, from the bottom yep, to the top. Let's start from the bottom. All right. What's in the last place? What's the definitively the worst movie of the MCU? Okay, definitively the last, the worst movie of the MCU is Thor The Dark World. No shit, really? Yep. All right, well, you put it higher than I did because my, my last is Hulk. Okay, <laughs> I had Hulk reasonably high up. Huh. So, All right. well, 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 I think let's just start from the bottom yeah. and go through this. So I had Thor The Dark World at 16th out of 18. Where'd you have it? I had uh 17 out of 18 okay so second to last okay it's not a great movie no it's i it's 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 bad enough that i have seen it three times and i don't remember it yeah it has <laughs> i think it has some really cool moments there's some there's some funny bits in the humor i remember the titan's tower ship crashing into the grass it's memorable it's pretty much all i remember and then uh padme becoming possessed right briefly. that happens i forgot about and that then exploding i think Maybe <laughs> I thought that was just a vision. I don't know. It might have been. Um, yeah. Point is, it's not very memorable. It's not good. It's kind of a mess, just like the way it's edited and the yeah. story's told. Really, it's just for the purpose of introducing the Power Stone. Yeah. Is it the Power Stone? No, the reality. The, uh, reality. Yeah. Ether reality. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. it's it's pretty bad. Not, right. not a lot to say for it. What's All right. next? In second last place, Iron Man two. Yep, no, I have that on 15 out of 18. Okay, I had it on 17 out of 18. Okay, it's... I remember the... I mean, I've seen that a lot more times, but I know that his little, like, uh, briefcase suit was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That was a cool scene. And I remember Justin Hammer's little dance as he walked down onto the stage. Yeah. Actually, that, I really like the Justin Hammer character. He's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I don't know who he is as a character in the comics, but... He was pretty. Really either, but... He was pretty amusing to watch. Yeah. yeah. I, when I say I like him, I mean he was a smarmy douchebag. Yeah. But... <laughs> As his character was supposed to be. But yeah. yeah, he was he was well written and well acted and yeah. fun. And I just will never forget that little dance, the little leg swivel or a little leg kind of jig he did, where his yeah. like his kind of slightly reflective pants just kind of like looked like a strobe light going yeah. for a second. Yeah. I remember that. It's so clear in my mind. When I saw this movie in theaters halfway through i was thinking this is one of the best movies i've ever seen oh it was a slow burn wasn't it or did it hit you like halfway through the second half well it tanks really fast yeah once um because like it's sort of about sort of escalating all these problems in tony's life mm -hmm. the first half is you've got justin hammer you've got his whiplash poisoning. dude you've got his poisoning which they fixed right off the bat didn't they like it's it's in the second half. It's after he meets Nick Fury at the donut shop. Yeah. Which is like the first scene where it's really apparent that 
a this the this is just turning into a trailer for avengers yeah and b that they don't know how to end this movie and yeah. so then he's like i'm gonna invent a new element that my dad left me with the map of this expo that he built 30 years ago because yeah, that, that makes was super sense. stupid that is one of the most stupid things in in it's so obscure ever for me and it's super like i i don't know it it's something that like you there should have been a more obvious thing for him to see like his dad invented a fucking element and then left it in a video at the very end of a video that almost no one would have a decision to watch yeah it's... why would it's it's such a minute probability of everything like that happening. Like, what happened if someone just destroyed that map of the, the expo? Yeah. Like, if... that's fucking totally warrant to do. Mm-hmm. Or what if he just didn't watch the... What if he grew up with a perfectly happy life with no daddy issues, mm-hmm. and he never watched those videos? And also, why would this particular element that his dad discovered 30 years ago, why would that be useful to his very particular, very, very unique problem, problem in yeah. the present? Yeah, like there's a lot of bad stuff in that movie but that single plot point is nonsense on about six different levels well, to and be it fair, makes me outright mad the the element didn't like cure his problem it just stopped it it took away like it replaced the thing that was causing the problem yeah i guess because it was like i guess it, to my limited understanding of the movie it was like lead poisoning or something that was in him something along those lines and then that element didn't have didn't cause that poisoning Mm -hmm. so when he took out the bad one that was giving the poisoning and put this new it was just a power element Mm -hmm. didn't give him that i'm just waiting for it to give him like a way worse poisoning (laughs) like a new thing shows up like the high-tech crossword puzzle on his neck yeah and it just immediately offs him that's how he dies in infinity war yeah he's He's just just like like... i'm gonna fight you thanos oh i'm poisoned and it dies (laughs) (laughs) it's Uh, all a mistake okay all right what's next uh number 16 slot the incredible hulk yep so i had that at 18 okay i had that all the way up at 13 oh because i thought it was entirely watchable and kind of fun it edward norton's face bothers me (laughs) (laughs) well i've heard worse reasons for reading a movie (laughs) Uh, and honestly to be honest Liv tyler was really whiny in the whole movie i could see that abomination made no sense to me I think I think it worked. He was just kind of a douchebag. Yeah, it didn't make sense. Why did Abomination? Why was Abomination allowed to talk, but or able to talk, but Hulk couldn't? It's not a perfect movie. Um, I'm just going to defend it by saying it's reasonably straightforward, and there's nothing huge. It had the and exact same sex scene as uh, Iron Man. Not exact, but it was like just like people look at each other, and then it cuts to scene where they just fall on the bed. Yeah. And then it gives you some reason for it to stop. Like they fall off the bed or his heart rate's racing. Yep. That, that's another thing that changes. If he changes when he's angry, what's the heart rate going to do? Like, does that make sense? Yeah. They changed what makes him change. Mm-hmm. Because I understand your heart rate elevates when you're angry, but it also right. elevates when you're super excited. Yeah. So he just needs to be like, like super fucking stoic mm-hmm. and have no emotions whatsoever. Yeah, but then, and then they, they changed it so that it's just when he's angry, right? And if they said it accurately in the comment or in the, in the very beginning, like he was talking to the guy, he's like, "You won't like me when I'm hungry," like that funny. Mm-hmm. That was in, that was amusing. Does. but it's like it also makes no sense because that's totally not a pun in. It, yeah, Portuguese. it's a different. It's a different word. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's like if he's saying that he should be saying, "You won't like me when my heart rate's elevated," 
She's like, fucking, what? <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> he's so specific in saying that it's angry. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing in the comic that he was like, you won't like me when I'm angry? Or is that another one of those, like, in the movie, they're like, I'm Batman, and then it became a thing? I don't actually know. I imagine that it popped up in the comics. Because okay. it just seems like the obvious Hulk line. Yeah. So I, I was never a huge fan of that. And then it took me forever to understand that Tony Stark was from Iron Man. Because mm-hmm. I, that was, when I first watched it, I had no idea who actors were or a concept of an intertwining movies. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, what? <laughs> What's um, next? Next on the list. Oh, we're going to have one that we disagree on very heavily. I'm telling you that right now. Um, okay. Next on the list, Iron Man 3. Iron Man, really? How low did you put that one? 18. You hated I it hated that much? Iron Man 3. Good heavens, son. Yeah. There was a lot of like justifiable parts to me. Like the awesome, okay. the suits everywhere, and then I thought that was incredibly stupid. I thought it was really cool, just because it was a whole bunch of like variety of things, and like it just shows what he's been doing for the past like. Two I was years. just like the screenwriter watched his kid dump out his toy box, and that gave him the idea. Yeah, for I mean, the plot. that's understandable. Like, I'm I'm not saying the plot was good. I mean, so far we're still at a point where I'm just like, none of the plots have been good to me. Mm-hmm. It's just this one had some fun moments. <laughs> um, I liked the the kid. The kid was fine. I liked the the dynamic between the two. Kid of was them. okay. He's, he was like a little brother, yeah. like a pestering little brother. Yeah, the plot just felt really messy, and um, the the Mandarin bait and switch is annoying. And yeah, but seriously though, Ben Kingsley, like when when he's like the the actor's actor. Mm-hmm. Not when he's like playing the Mandarin, but when he was just like, I, I, I they, they gave me, they gave me this. <laughs> that yeah. was really funny. no. It is, a, it is a great performance, but it's, it's kind of annoying to have this really cool concept for a villain and then just kind of sweep it out from under the rug. Yeah, sweep it out from under the rug. That's, sweep it. That's how that phrase works. Sweep it out from. Yes. Sweep the rug out. Take the rug out from under. There you, you go. Yeah, because yeah. if you sweep it out from under the rug, that's something that's been underneath everything, and you're just like, oh hey, here it is. Yeah uh yeah no. next um next we have thor the original one the original thor uh i put that at 11 out of 18 okay i had it all the way down at 15 okay it's it's fine it's it's entirely watchable it's super cheesy in a lot of places yeah and it i mean i don't really want to go back and watch it after seeing thor ragnarok because the development mm-hmm. of the character for the whole thing is just amazing mm-hmm. yeah, i don't want him to go back and be like i like this more or like another one and throws it on the ground yeah it's like fucking stop <laughs> it, it doesn't really work and then i don't know the plot just did not work for me really i'm still not entirely certain who the villain is of that movie i think it was supposed to be loki okay because it kind of sets him up for being avengers but yeah still it's just not very compelling but it's it's okay yeah it's got some good humor it had a good hawkeye moment it did have a good hawkeye moment no one really knew that that was hawkeye until yeah i mean the people who were smarter than us and also nerds well, right knew it but yeah no that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. What's next? Moving right along. Uh, at slot number 13, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That's where I put it. Okay. I had it at 12, actually. Okay. Kind that's, of enjoyed it. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It, it has an interesting plot and some It had a nice little sad ideas. moment that I almost cried at. The dad and the son throwing the baseball. Yeah. That was, that was very fun. That was very sweet. I think um, it tugged the right heartstrings and it still had a lot of the good weird humor. Yeah. It was really good that the trailer... I liked that the trailers were basically in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, they gave so little away. They gave so little it was, away. It was very good. Ego the Living Planet, they made it doable. 
by yeah. making it a person that just so happened to be able to control kind of like or develop himself mm-hmm. into a planet. Yeah, it um, worked. I don't understand how he made himself human to have sex with all these different aliens. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would have changed himself to be those aliens. Who knows? But apparently everyone wants to fuck Kurt Russell. I'm going to raise my hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's fun. It, it's certainly not perfect, but I think it does a lot of things right. Yep. All right, moving on. Moving on. Ant-Man at number 12. Yeah, I got him at 16. Oh, I had it all the way up at 10. Yeah, I, I'm i still not on board with it. It seemed goofy in a lot of places. I feel like they overdid the... They overdid without being creative the uh, the shrinking and growing thing. Mm-hmm. Like giant ant, giant train. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of the little like, oh, they're fighting, they're fighting. Zoom out. <laughs> that, I just, those things like that I felt were overdone. Which is why I'm excited for Ant-Man and Wasp where like, they shrink down and they go underneath something. And then they, like they're utilizing the things. Mm-hmm. Instead, like. Okay, there, there's, there it is. Found it. Found it. They mm-hmm. didn't utilize the shrinking and growing skills okay. as often as they're going to do it in what it looks like they're going to do in Ant Man and Wasp. All right, it was just a bunch of gags. They shrunk down and fought. Okay, I mean or they I, grew and fought. I, I'll justify that by saying this is the first time this guy has ever used the shrinking technology. Really? Okay, and that's fair. Um, yeah, no, I, I kind of like Ant Man. A lot of the humor works for me, and mm-hmm. um, I really like the guy who plays the villain and whose name I'm blanking on right now. Uh, he played what's his name in House of Cards. Right, he's what's his name in House of Cards, and I love that performance. Wow, we're super vague. Yep, he's like he's like what is he's, he's the bald that actor dude. that played that one dude in that other show. <laughs> he was on that one thing. He's good. He's good. He's good. But I think it also suffers from being as late as it is. I think it suffers more from being a villain that's just a bad version of the good guy. Yeah, that's the, like the actual the villain character doesn't really work, but the performance is pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What's next? Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I put that at nine. Okay, I had it all the way down at fourteen, okay. which is lower than Volume Two. Yeah, that's what I figured. I knew that you were gonna, and I, I know you're gonna do the same I thing. I didn't with the like the first one. It was fine. It was funny. It was the first like explicitly funny one of the MCU. Yeah. Like the first one that tri- that needed to be that was like this is funny. Mm-hmm. This came after Avengers, didn't it? Yes. So it was like right after Avengers. Uh, it was a couple years after. Okay. Um, I think Iron Man 3 and Dark World came out 2013, and this was 2014. I think it may have been the similar thing as uh, Guardians 2 and uh, Spider-Man, where it was comedic relief. Mm Because it was Avengers and then a really dark Iron Man 3 and Mm -hmm. a movie that literally had the word dark in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it may have been like, all right, let's put the funny one here. Let's kind of lift the spirits a little bit. This isn't a dark universe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> the problem for me with guardians is that the humor just did not work for me at all i think chris chris pratt is an adorable and charming human being i won't argue with that i, I will just argue that like i can't remember more than like two or three jokes from that movie that's fair there's yeah. multiple that i remember is even not liking yeah about that and then the plot does not do enough to make up for that it's a really generic boring bad guy with a generic 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 I'm gonna, generic i'm gonna kill over one plan and <laughs> what generic kill over one plan kill everyone plan oh and they have to man, get i didn't understand a single word they have to get the thing and then there's the power of teamwork and the heroic sacrifice and oh yeah it just it the dance the, party bro or dance off bro yeah, that joke doesn't work for me. Like, 
I, I'm like, okay, this guy wants to kill everyone. I'm doing why a is, dance. Why is he going to? Why is he going to stop when there's a, a goofy, a, a goofy guy dancing? dancing. Yeah. yeah, that's A lot of the humor didn't land for me, and that's and so there's nowhere near enough in the rest of the movie yeah. to make up for that. Was there anything in between the Nebula and Gamora that kind of piqued your interest that was satisfying when Volume Two came around? Like their relationship. The setup was. I I, I think the setup forbade that something would be interesting but the actual setup like the actual story that's in volume one just i didn't really care okay um that's fair yeah so worst villain boring plot and if the humor works for you great you yeah, like i don't it. remember running at all i remember as he was naked and they painted him or something yeah uh speaking <laughs> of which weird. he's he's coming back for uh captain marvel fuck really yeah why? Because it's set in the '90s and it's got Cree and scrolls. All right. And he's a Cree like separatist. I hope this Captain Marvel does terribly so that the actual Captain Marvel can do great. Okay. I hope it's good because I really like Brie Larson now. I watched a movie with her in it and it was good. They did the uh, April Fool's joke where they were like teaser trailer coming tomorrow and then it didn't come. Yeah. I was like, yep, yeah, nope, fucking knew it. Yeah. Like you do something like that on April Fool's Day, everyone's gonna. I'm I'm really tired now. It's been a long day. Mm-hmm. Let's get going on this. Okay. Um, at number ten, Doctor Strange. Wow, you got him pretty low. Didn't? Oh wait, where did I put him? Oh, there he is. I have him at number eight. Okay, I had it at eleven. Okay, so around the same area. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. I listened to the soundtrack today, and it's literally just the Star Trek soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But with harpsichord, because people don't know how to do movie music anymore. Yeah. Mostly. The only good living film composer, well, not the only one. There's about a half dozen that are yeah. really good, like John Williams and Hans Zimmer. But one of the good ones died like a month ago, and he's like 45. Johan oh. Johansson. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. It's, Poor guy. He's dead now. Poor us. We don't get as great music in movies anymore. I, with with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was a really good choice for this. Yes. He had this, he he pulled off really well the arrogance and then, I mean, it suffered from just being the Iron Man story. Yeah. He's just a dude that's rich and smart and then gets hurt and then he's like, oh, I'm going to do good now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's straightforward. Um, it was really clever the way they resolved the thing with yes. Dormammu. Dormammu have come to bargain is great. That is just like, mm-hmm. it was super clever and it, it transcended time like it it in the movie it transcended time in a way that wasn't super confusing because mm-hmm. it was just like we understand that he transcends time so when this guy is like going back in time he still sees it happening and is like what the fuck is happening mm-hmm. please stop <laughs> yeah they made they made a time travel plot that worked yeah and and the characters are fun and it's yeah. it's very pretty to look at the night nurse didn't know that was the night nurse mm-hmm. claire temple basically yeah, but different names. Of. Both of them were different names, weren't they? Uh, Isn't the night nurse like a different name from either of them? I think Claire Temple has been the night nurse at some point, okay. but the, they also are separate characters sometimes. Yeah. Okay. What's next? What's at number nine? Is that right? What? Avengers Age of Ultron at number nine? What did you put it at? I had it at five. I had it at 14. Oh. Okay, so it is in the right <laughs> spot. <laughs> yeah, I... I mean... Fuck, it was a lot of, like, fuck you, Tony Stark. This is your shit. You started this. Well, yeah. 
And it was also just like, I don't know. I, I wasn't sold on the whole thing. It was mm-hmm. just a nondescript robot with a bunch of robot minions fighting. And uh, Scarlet Witch was boring and whiny. Mm-hmm. They killed off Quicksilver, who was supposed to be super fucking fast, but wasn't. Mm-hmm. Why did he get hit? Why couldn't he just, like, stop the bullets? Or, like, get who the knows? bullets? Hawkeye came into it, came into his own. That was good. Yeah, that was good. That was a good thing. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how Captain America was able to hold his own against what was supposed to be, like... An overpowered and, like, hyper-powerful sentient robot. Like, that guy fucked people up just without hesitation. And then Captain America was able to hold his own by punching. That just doesn't make sense to me. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. I just, I don't remember very much of it. I think the Nick Fury showing up was a deus ex machina kind of thing. A little bit. He just... He had one stowed away. How the fuck do you hide away a full, like, helicarrier? Where do you put that? (laughs) I have no idea. He just had one. Because this was after Winter Soldier, right? Right. So, and this was after all all of them got destroyed and S.H.I.E.L.D. was shut down. He just had one. Yep. That was Deus Ex Machina to me. And I hate Deus Ex Machina. Okay, that's fair. I, I really liked it. I thought it was... It felt like the first Avengers, but without having to deal with all the setup of smashing these characters together and having them interact. It was sort of, we get the full version of them working as a team. Yeah. And interacting. And we got Vision for the first time, which was really fun. And I really liked Ultron. I think it's a good performance and he's creepy and scary. And this is James Spader, right? Yeah. Hence the creepy. Yeah. But yeah, so I really liked it. I'd it and the first Avengers are just like right on par for me. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was fine. It was better than Hulk. I won't argue with that. <laughs> and everything that I ranked below it. Uh, Iron Man 2, Ant-Man, and Thor. <laughs> okay, moving What's on. Next? Uh, number eight, Avengers. Avengers! I had it at number four, but it's like four and five were the two Avengers and their body. I equipment. had it at 12. You just don't like Avengers movies. I thought you liked Combinations. What is this? You Combinations! Liar culminations not taking everything and throwing them together okay does that make sense yeah because it's like i don't know it yes it was iconic but it seemed like it was just them all happened to have been fighting in the same city a lot of the time okay um like there and there was one scene where it was like you take the roof keep get give us eyes on everything but and I guess there was some communication, mm-hmm. but also Hawkeye did that one, like no looking, killing that guy, which means he like scoped that dude forever ago yeah. and knew where he was and was just, that was good. I like Hawkeye. Hawkeye's pretty cool. Hawkeye's cool. He's like a less good version of Batman. Yeah. I can hear that pretty loud in my headphones. So I'm know, sure I'm, the mic's I'm, I'm scratching my thigh. <laughs> yeah. Um, um yeah, so yeah, no, I, I, yeah. it's fine. I I like it. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's one of the best Marvel movies just because the way it's put together. It had a classic beam shooting into the sky. It does. And it had... it. I think it itself kind of breaks some of the Infinity Stones. Mm -hmm. Like, what do they do? And, like, you and I have seen or heard people talk about, like, these kind of things. Like, the Mm -hmm. things shooting into the sky. And, like, they... He used a... He used one Infinity Stone 
to defeat the other Infinity Stone, which makes one definitively better than the other. Mm, what do you mean one defeated the other? Like one was shooting a beam into the sky and the other one stopped it. The Mind Stone stopped okay. the Space Stone. Which the means the Mind Stone is definitively better than the impression the space I got stone. from that was that the Mind Stone was used to break the technology that was using the the space stone as a power source because okay they take the tesseract and they put it into a thing and that thing opens the portal using the tesseract as like yeah energy source and so the mind stone they use the scepter to break the thing not to beat the stone itself okay that's how i read that scene also super lucky for them that a nuke just showed up and iron man having to be able to shoot it up into the thing yeah to stop everyone. yeah that's convenient i won't argue that <laughs> Um, what's next coming in at number seven captain america the first avenger i have it right at seven okay i have it at nine okay actually i have it captain america the first avenge <laughs> or aveng i think the e's cut yeah the e's cut off too <laughs> nice um yeah no it was really good i liked the uh i liked captain america's development and immediate able to adapt yeah to it it wasn't just like a fuck what am i and then he like it was just like, whoa, this is cool. Bad guy. Still got to beat the bad guy regardless of what I look like. And he ran mm-hmm. after him. He realized he's fast and he just hauled. Yeah. Like that's he adapted. He's really smart. And mm-hmm. that was really cool. Yeah. And then it's... I think one of the biggest problems I have is just like, oh, that that Frisbee or that, that disc that is impenetrable. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Here's these bullshit things that I made on a budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's some silly moments for sure and again it's another generic pretty generic villain Uh, i mean red skull's good but peggy carter's amazing yeah peggy carter's great that's for sure Uh, good supporting cast good like good good messages and good feelings and stuff it's it was really cool it was a i liked the howling commandos too kind of the diverse band of misfits that mm-hmm. were all like we got this shit yep they don't really do a lot with them but i think it's well, it's better than the wonder woman version yeah oh yeah so i don't remember any of the wonder woman ones i know there was a native american and probably a french guy i think maybe maybe it's like turkish or something oh i think you're right i think it was like turkish and then there were, well there was the scottish sniper and i remember him because it was uh ewan bremer who's at least a reasonably recognizable actor okay so anyway yeah um okay what's next next coming at number six spider-man homecoming i had number five okay i had an eight why'd you not like it i liked it just fine i mean like like, why were you eating it i mean well i remember when it came out and i watched it and i was like man i should be loving this but i'm just liking it something's not clicking and i rewatched it and again i liked it but something just wasn't clicking for me the villain was great enough to me that there was a lot of the movie that I forgave mm-hmm. that there was a lot. Like I was just like too awestruck with the villain that like the stupid side villains mm-hmm. were just nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Keaton made this movie for me. Yeah. It's uh, probably the best MCU villain. Like the honor that he has when he's like, you saved my daughter, so I'm not going to kill you. And then he got saved by Spider-Man, so mm-hmm. he didn't rat him out to Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that guy. Yeah. He's super cool. And, like, the shots. Just the vulture in general. Like, the shot where he's sitting on top of the 
billboard mm-hmm. and his wings curl around. Yeah. That gave me chills when I saw yeah, it. Yeah, no, there's a lot of the way he's done is just horror movie. It's so good. Like and like the sound of him like I think it was when Spider-Man first got yanked by him and he yeah. like looks down and there was like this sound of just like Yeah. Like machine and like psycho music and it was just like yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a great moment because spider-man he's going and he's spider-manning against one of the minor villains and then boom he just gets hit out just of nowhere yet. yeah and then like the the jump zoom onto vulture's face. face which is like this creepy face Green and it's, night vision yeah yeah and so like it's, it's introducing him like a horror movie villain and yeah. that really plays to it's so his good and then he's just a good character like he's just a dude look at the like the scene where they're going to prom and he's like he figures out his he secret fig- identity that that was such a well done scene yeah. that it didn't take words there was like i mean they said words enough that the characters figured it out mm-hmm. and there was just like the look on each other on both of their faces and yeah. there was just the conversation. Yeah. Neither of them were like, you're Spider-Man, you're Vulture. It was just like, they both knew. Mm-hmm. They both knew that each other knew. Yep. So they just had the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. They just, uh, that's... That's great writing. Yeah. I don't love this movie, and I still can't put my finger on why, but I love that scene. Yeah. It might be my favorite MCU scene. Yeah. Yes. Uh. I mean, there's a lot of scenes. Top but... three. It's up there for me for Top sure. Top three for me. Yeah. Uh, along with, I'm just going to go ahead and say mine, along with in Winter Soldier, the fist fight between him and uh, Cap and Winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in uh, Age of Ultron, or not, and then in uh, <laughs> Civil War between Cap, Winter, Cap, Bucky, and Iron Man. Okay. Like, just anytime Cap and Winter Soldier are fist fighting, like, I'm totally on board. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Should we move on to the top five? Top five. Oh, yes. Top five. All right. The official Just Us Losers top five in fifth place, Black Panther. Really? You put that fairly low, didn't you? I had you? it down at six. Wow. I had that at three. Okay. It was a really good movie with really great character development, both of the villains and the main character and all the supporting characters. Okay. I felt that everything was developed fairly well. I felt that some of the supporting characters were kind of underdeveloped because the movie didn't really know where it wanted to go and tried to do too many things at once. I think there was a few supporting characters that weren't developed. We keep saying the word supporting characters to develop. Yep. I think there was a few, a few supporting characters that weren't developed purely because we didn't care about them and we didn't need to that much. Like, uh, Wakabi wasn't really that important. No, but he should have been. And he could have been yeah. if they had done this movie, if they had done this movie as just like a, um, sort of a straightforward origin story. And then done like the Killmonger one and the second one, which is, which I, I pitched that idea when we did our review Yeah, and I'm doubling down on that. Cause I think that would have fixed all of the problems with the movie mm-hmm. with it being, just a little a little bloated um a little a few things get left kind of by the wayside a few things are left a little less developed than i yeah. would have liked it does so much right mm-hmm. that it's easy to overlook a lot of that but it's definitely not perfect in yeah. my mind there's a lot of i think something it suffers from is it had a lot more to build than yeah. a past movie right like it had a country and their culture and everything else to build yeah and i think with what they had they did a very good job with it yes they got as much as they could in the story without making it seem like this is too fucking much yeah i mean the yeah the world building... like you said it was a little bloated yep but i think it didn't it didn't set it back too far yeah no it's still it's still a great movie like yeah. everything in my top eight or nine or so i really like yeah and this was just really good yeah. i love and it was 
honestly, even more of just the cultural impact it had was super mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I loved watching kind of the world react to it, except for the people that were racists and they were like, <laughs> why give them a superhero and they have like Blade? It's like Blade came up in the fucking 90s. Yeah. And I hear it was good, but what? like, why do they, why do they only get one? Why do they have yeah, to live with one when relevant. we have like literally them all? We have the other 17 on this list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also shout out to the score because that's, oh my God. Yes. It's the first Marvel movie that I ever came out of humming one of the themes. Uh-huh. And that says something to me. It's the first, it's the first, I think the movie that I've ever seen that I can remember that the score helps diversify the different settings in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like I, obviously everything does that, but like, and they and they have themes. They'll play a theme when the characters, yeah. the main character of the scene, but like the, the traditional, the ancestral planes and the hip hop, like mm-hmm. very different yeah. styles of music and put you in that scene. Yep. Super cool. Yeah. So yeah, great. Great for me. Okay. Didn't it get like a, what did I rate it? something stupid 13 Okoye's oh out of 15 yeah or something like <laughs> something that, like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, i shouldn't have done the out of 15 i should have just left it at 13 Okoye's and like you don't know what it is because then i by doing out of 15 i gave it a definitive number yeah so yep okay number four captain america the winter soldier wow you put that pretty low too didn't you seven. Oh, you bitch yeah i love the winter soldier you added it too i'm guessing well, yeah, we've talked about what my top yeah. movies are. Yeah. <laughs> we know the top five. Yep. Um, yeah, no, it's... I Like I said, I love Bucky and I love Captain America. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Bucky a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, just who he is as a character, who he used to be, who he is now kind of coming back to what he used to be, and also his hair. That, yes. <laughs> Won't argue with that. <laughs> Sebastian Stan is not a bad-looking dude. He's easy on the eyes. We'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean it's it's definitely good. It's it's interesting. It, it was kind of the first uh, MCU movie, I guess, to go in a very different direction, yeah. going sort of a political thriller mm-hmm. instead of straightforward superhero movie. And it does a lot of straightforward superhero stuff, and it's got its fair share of kind of eh moments. Yeah. Um. Suddenly, Toby Jones is a computer. Oh, that. Yeah, they shouldn't have done that. Yeah, they should have like. Yeah. And like. I don't know the the fact that okay hydra is so massively infiltrated this huge secret organization that we've been taught as good guys i get what they're going for but i just i didn't buy it mm-hmm. given how they'd set set it up shield in previous movies yeah so i want to say a few things that might maybe help your opinion of it go up okay first scene what's infiltrating scene? the boat yeah it's pretty good I think it would have been a lot better, actually, if it didn't have Black Widow. There was Maybe. a lot of points with Black Widow that I was just like, that just kind of ruins. Like, why are you yelling? <laughs> like, you're actually yelling. <laughs> Elevator scene. Elevator scene, yes. And, fuck. Oh, the, them fighting, hand to hand. Also good. Like, the knife flip. I will never forget the knife flip. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, he just flips it, gets it backwards, and goes for it again. Mm-hmm. And then, oh god, it's so cool. It's yeah no the action is really good too yeah and Winter Soldier's is who, good villain who who's the court uh, the uh, uh, do you know who the fighting choreographer is on that one no I, I want to find out I've more never what heard done. out of heard of a single fight choreographer 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 yeah, yeah. 
Uh, all right, what's next? Uh, coming in at number three, number three! Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yep. Yep. Very I added, good. I added I a number three. Fucking love Taika Waititi. Yeah. No, it's it's three, but it's very close to one for me. Yeah. It's it, like it's so hard to. I mean, there's so many jokes in it that mm-hmm. are like it actually has memorable jokes. Yes. Like, yeah, it's not it's not really that. Uh, practical unless you got three <laughs> vampires really close together <laughs> i went really close together i went minnesota you went sort of minnesotan but yeah i had it for a good little i had it for a little you had bit it there. for a second yeah and then the yeah, uh everything out of cork's mouth god everything out of cork's mouth just yep. like the revolution but only his mom came and her and her boyfriend that he doesn't like <laughs> and uh, he didn't print off enough pamphlets because paper beats rock paper beats rock yeah. and, and then he steps on scissors and yep. paper scissors beats paper yeah uh, He's like, oh, he's alive! Yeah. Oh, God. Taika Waititi is amazing. Yep. But then it, beyond the humor, it's so much more than that because the villain is good. The villain's amazing. Yeah. Kate Blanchett is scary and... Not my sh- favorite villain, though. No. There was several of just like, I'm doing it because I wanna! And it's like... Well, she's just a fun scenery chewer, which yeah. is sometimes just what you need. And oh, it is it good. Yeah. And the action is really good. I hated the way that they offed uh, Odin. That was cheesy and dumb. Yeah, that was that was rushed. Doctor Strange's scene, though. Doctor Strange's scene, very though. good, very good. Yes, very good. I have been falling for thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the the way it handles the characters is really good. We get more yeah. development of Thor. We get um, more with Hulk. Uh, we get some real character moments from Loki yeah it's just like the scene the, again elevator scene elevator scenes are always good not always attack of the clones wasn't the worst <laughs> it was okay it was kind of funny a little bit uh did we watch the same attack of the clones i don't know <laughs> maybe i was just having an aneurysm for the fact That's that possible. i was being forced to watch attack of the clones that's again. entirely possible <laughs> um yeah no but the that was a really good scene between the two of them it developed mm-hmm. them both very well yeah it was like Oh, brotherly love like i mean i love you but we're just different people and it was the closure yeah it's the closure of the conflict that's been yep. going on for like seven years it's not going to be as much closer closure as when loki gets wiped out in the first 10 oh minutes my of God. infinity he war fu- though am i right he's gonna he's not gonna have a head yeah he's You're not like- gonna have an anything <laughs> thanos is gonna punch him into the sun <laughs> <laughs> oh man Ugh. all right what's number two um number two iron man yep I had, it, scene. I, I had it at number one. I had it at number six. Really? Yeah. It. I think it may have suffered for me from having seen it so many times. Okay. Um. It doesn't have the rewatchability that, say, the original trilogy of Star Wars and Lord of the Rings has. That's uh, fair. Because, like, really more Lord of the Rings, just because mm-hmm. every time you watch it, there's, like, you, you never get used to the world. Yeah. And it's really good. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Iron Man. We're talking about Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, no, I like the... It, I mean, it was fine. I like improvements on things. Mm-hmm. So how he has, like, the shit suit Mark 1, mm-hmm. and then Mark 2, which is a little better, and Mark yeah. 3, which is an improvement. I love those kind of things. Like, yeah. The, it's kind of stuff I do. Yeah. I like to play games where you, like, take it, like, seven days to die, I, you, there's a shit house, and I'm just like, I'm going to make that into a fortress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i love the like the organic sort of him growing into the role of iron man and it's yeah. not immediate but then it also, also robert downey jr's iron man you cannot mm-hmm. get a better character for, mm-hmm. for that. no you can't because he literally is iron man in real life yeah like super rich 
was a bad person. Yep. Now he's a good person. Yep. He spent some time in a cave slash rehab center. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I think it's number one for me because um, the story is very focused in what it's trying to say. It has sort of this one message of this guy who he's a weapon salesman and he's cool and on top of the world. And then he realizes that his weapons are being uh, used to commit atrocities. Yeah, when a and missile so, comes right next to him and he's like, Stark Industries. Oh, shit. That's a moment of realization right there. <laughs> and a moment of poop in the pants. Yeah. And it's great. And yeah. I, I think it's it, it sticks to that theme really well. You see him kind of just getting more and more obsessive about this quest throughout the movie. And it's actually like one of the darker MCU movies, just sort of because yeah. like it's it's a lot more grounded for one thing. And just sort of the the way he his obsession takes over of just it's just there's no more things to sign. There's the next mission. Yeah. Like there's that line. I I love that line because he's 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 so committed to to redeeming himself to trying to fix what he broke yeah that I, I don't know that really speaks to me there's a lot of problems that suffers from now like retroactive problems such mm-hmm. as like the strategic homeland uh intervention, intervention enforcement and logistics division, division. Yeah. yeah and it's like we're working on the name it's like fucking shield has existed for 60 years you know what acronyms are right <laughs> like yeah. How? <laughs> yeah, and then the fact that the villain is just a powered up version of the of the, of the of hero, the hero yeah. which wasn't a problem back then. Yeah, in two thousand eight, we got Dark Knight, Batman, and the Joker. Are not they're not the same. Yeah, it's yeah. Batman and Scarecrow aren't the same. So like, yeah, even no. if you go back further, yeah. And also, well, I guess Darth Vader is a powered up evil Jedi. Yes, yeah, sorta. <laughs> so, <laughs> but also that's different. That's very different. Yeah. So yeah, I just it really works for me. And the action, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's um inventive moments like where he grabs onto the bottom of the plane to avoid the detection. Yeah. And then it doesn't work and then and he then has he to rescue it and he's the like, guy. You got a thing on the bottom. <laughs> and then the the tank Brody. missile scene. Oh, tank missile. I was gets... gonna say that right off the bat, just like tank missile. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. Shot out of the sky and then gets up and shoots it and walks away and that's it. Yeah. That's, that's a, a that's scene. a that's a glamour shot, but it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. Alright. Number one. Number one. Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Then four stick, Rise of the Silver Deucer. <laughs> uh, Civil yeah. War. Civil War. Oh, that's the one so we're good. missing. I mean yep. that's the only one that I added at so number I two, I'm guessing you added it one. Yeah, I added one. Yep. It's it's oh, culmination. So good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. Oh my god. The the fact like the mere fact that you can have two hero teams line up and it not look stupid and cheesy as fuck mm-hmm. is just a testament to how good the movie is. Yeah. And it introduced a great new Spider-Man and Black and, Panther and who's Vision. awesome. Oh no, Vision was Now Vision we already had. It developed Vision though. It developed Vision, yes. Zemo was a really great villain. Oh, such a good villain. Very understated but the, done very well. The phone call yeah I like the voicemail uh, that makes you, and like and then black panther stopping the bullet like just, yeah just oh there was so yeah. much it's it's powerful and again like iron man i think i like this one so much also because it's got something it wants to say yeah and it says it and it's less of like a straightforward message of redemption and obsession and more of like playing off the two ideas and sort yeah. of just focusing on the debate yeah i think i love how it 
it gets to the root of the problem at the end, which is just Captain America and Iron Man. They're the two that are kind of starting this. They yeah. chose sides, but then it gives them something more to fight about. Yes. Albeit, it was a super complicated, complicated plan that Zemo was like, these exact things need to happen in this exact order. Like, they both need to show up. He needs to have a Iron Man suit in a helicopter and fly there. Like, every- I <laughs> am fully prepared to argue that Zemo's plan makes complete and entire sense. Have we talked about this before? Possibly. I may have said that exact phrase before. But, yeah, no, I think I think his plan, actually, if you go through it step by step, it makes sense. You should write that out and put it on the... Uh, like figure out a way to kind of write it out and put it on the facebook page okay so I, I will do that i take will take time to do it but i will write it. a thing explaining why zemo's plan makes sense okay but yep. yeah no so good yeah oh it's so good i love captain america i love Buck- i love bucky yep we I get love more black of him. panther spider-man's good i really like vision yep it's just yeah it's a it's a good movie it's a good movie it's it's the the pacing is great it starts out and it's just immediate we're gonna we're gonna yep. do stuff and interesting ideas and great great characters and yep. yeah yeah i'm very tired yep all right so let's wrap this up that's our official ranking of the mcu you know what we can do we can post this on the facebook and the twitter page and then people can comment in and tell us how stupid we are for yeah ranking those things appropriately they're fun those mm-hmm. are always good yeah let's do that let's do that i'll do that uh what are we talking about next week um we're gonna talk about the the rise of sci-fi movies because we talked about um the death of uh, the death of superhero movies movies and what we thought would replace them and and by sci-fi movies we mean like kind of hyper sci-fi like arrival uh interstellar still like the yeah things that are semi-realistic sort of we're i'm gonna talk pretty broadly there's a lot of there's a lot of sci-fi movies i want to hit so if there's any ideas if there's any i mean even just general science fiction movies well didn't i say a while ago like they should there's like a really cool thing where it's like like science that's like fictional like i actually (laughs) said that and it was on the podcast too and i was just like like (laughs) sci-fi Yeah, no, but like, if there's any movies that you guys think fit those, and like why you liked them, or what, or what you kind of expect from the future of science fiction movies, yeah, post in the Facebook page, post in your on the SoundCloud comments, mm-hmm. tweet at us, yep, we're the just we're at Just Us Losers Pod. We mm-hmm. don't often say that. We're okay. That's where we are. That's we're at that you, thing. You can get that thing in the place, and then do the words exactly. Yes. Preston trying not to spoil things. Do the things and the words and the place and the what? And it's evil. <laughs> Wait, I wasn't supposed to give that away yet. Oh, no! <laughs> anyway, anyway, shall we? We shall. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, if you're on YouTube, too bad we're not here anymore. Oh, yeah, I didn't mention that. Yep. Didn't I? So if you're if you're on YouTube listening to this, I don't know how you're managing That's, that, but good for you. Uh, not good for you. You should find out who posted it and tell us so we can have them taken down. Yes. Have them taken down, not the video. Just them. Just. Yeah. We we know people. Don't worry about that. Just, I know at least four people. I know five. <laughs> Suck that. I mean, I'm not counting my family members there. So. Oh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on SoundCloud. Do the iTunes thing. Um, we told you the sorts of comments you can leave on other places. But if you have other stuff you want to shout at us, please do it on the internet and not in person. We don't like being shouted at in person. Unless it's a 
we love you from the distance. I don't like that. Okay. Just don't shout at me. I don't like... Honestly, I wouldn't be very happy about that either, so... I don't like attention. Yep. Which is why I do a podcast that's recorded and not live. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so if, you have anything, not... <laughs> if you have anything interesting to say to us about the impending rise of sci-fi that's already started, go tell us about that on all the things like we told you to. Uh, like, subscribe, leave comments, tell friends, do those things. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Can die. Baby Raiders of the Leader, now he's just a swell fry. You know what I'm saying? I'm leaving that in. <laughs>